Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. I appreciate you spending some of those Timoleons with me. Thank you. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you're in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Medicine Ball Podcast, where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind. Now, exercising your mind means that you actively think about or deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're someone who struggles with and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand, as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training, effort, and practice. Now, I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort, and who doesn't prefer things that are easy? Well, the first step can be very easy, my friends, and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to look at things with more peace, understanding, and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life. Now, before I go any further, I'm no doctor, no psychiatrist, or psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level 1 for 16 years. And I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that required me, among other things, to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or have a loved one who is or just want to know more about mental health in general or one of the millions of people affected with everything that's going on in the world today, it doesn't matter. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. This is your family. Welcome to Medicine Ball. This week's episode, the season finale. Season two, episode 36. Chances. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Season 2, episode 36, Chances. Let's get into it, man. I'm going to leave y'all with the announcements. This is, is this is the season finale of uh, season 2. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Uh, the hundreds, one of the many of the hundred subscribers that I have gained just in this season alone. I appreciate and I salute you. Uh, announcements real quick. Uh, website, I already let y'all know about that in previous episodes that will be dropping the first of the year. Very excited about that. Been grinding on it. Um, I need a break as well you guys so what i think i'm gonna do is i'm gonna drop a new year's episode and then i'm gonna follow up with season three like the end of january you feel me i want to make sure that i'm giving y'all quality content i want to play more attention to the content and do more research and how i'm uh, delivering it and you know uh give y'all the best content possible so uh i do need a break uh it's very tedious but i appreciate it man my discipline since i've just like even started this podcast is up Hundreds of levels, so that's attributes to the people who listen, the people who follow me, the people who just like my stuff, and you know, there's people who just rock with the things that I say on social media, and maybe haven't heard the podcast. Those people too. Um, you can follow me on those social medias at Medicine Ball LS and the number three. That's on Instagram. Um, Medicine Ball the group is also available, and that's on Facebook. You can uh, get to the group, like the page if you search the Medicine Ball. You'll see my logo, and also the real LS three on Instagram. That's the alternate Instagram where. I try to post different stuff, but uh, with no further ado, I want to get right into this week's episode, season two, episode 36, Chances. So if you're following me on social media, uh, one of those pages, one of the advantages is sometimes I'll post information there, things there way before I do on the podcast. So make sure you go follow. And, you know, I, I, I'm I'm pretty positive on there. I don't say anything crazy. I try to keep it unbiased so you don't have to worry about 
anything crazy outside of what you hear on the show. But um, so about uh, two months ago, I decided, like, listen, man, <laughs> if I'm going to be chilling during this pandemic, you know what I mean? I'm grown. You can only make so many beats. You can only play so many video games. I read a lot. I pray a lot. I study a lot and stuff like that. Long story short, my mother has a dog. Um, I love the dog. And I was like, man, well, it started with just like, okay, I'm going to get some fish. But when I started looking at the type of fish tank I wanted and the type of fish I wanted, like, it was it was ridiculous, man. Y'all know how I think logically. I was like, man, I'm not about to drop all that right now. So then I was like, all right, maybe I get, like, a lizard. But then I had an iguana back in the day, man. And it's just like, this dude was slapping me with his tail. It was very bad experiences. So I was like, man, all right, cool. I'm going to get a dog. Now, I've always kind of been on the dog tip just because I just imagine someone, you know, um, jogging. You know, I want to get back into the outside jogging rather and walking, man, I got to pay myself 10 bucks. I want all y'all to hear that. Somebody just entered. You're on the podcast. Oh, that was Bank of America. Bank of America took money, and I got to pay money. Anyway, back to the podcast. Um, So I was like, I just want something to draw with. So uh, if, if you follow me on this podcast, I exercise on my, I do my research. So this is something I previously thought about, and I literally started by looking up, like, what are the most adaptable dogs a couple of years ago? It was a German Shepherd. It was a German Shepherd after I did all the research, like, I'm like, hey, if you live a, I don't know who writes these reviews. Hey, if you live a fast-paced life or, you know, maybe you're on the go, in and out, you need a, that was a German Shepherd. And I, like, had seen that across a couple of websites at the top. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, I take the median of it when I see the most, or if y'all know, you know, average. So um, I was like, all right, cool. I want to get this German Shepherd. So it started out like I wanted to get a German Shepherd. Now, my aunt is uh, very good. She has her own dog business. Like, she's like a a, a pet sitter. Very, very dope business, lucrative business. Like people is paying people to just chill with their pets for a week and have a pet birthday party for their dog. No cap. Sound funny? They paying for it. Long story short, I knew like I wanted to get her involved. You know what I mean? I Like, yo, you got to use your advantage. So I was just like, hey, how can I get her involved? I went to her. And, um, you know, we, without saying too much, some things happened and it just kind of got drawn out. And, uh, but God works in mysterious ways because the fees were crazy. And I was looking at like, man, what's going on? What's the difference with the dogs? Da, 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 da. So I finally settled on like, okay, I'm going to adopt, I'm going to rescue dog. I'm going to give a dog another chance. I'm going to take a chance and give a chance. Bars. Anyway, so, um, the adoption fee is crazy and I ain't going to get into that. But long story short, by the time my uh, aunt was like able to help me out, they was running a special on the adoption fee. And that joint was like $25, right? I'm going to show you how God works out, right? So I was like, okay, cool. I'm all down. So she had been sending me these sites and these particular pets. And I saw one guy who caught my eye. And his name on the site is El Pollo Loco. <laughs> Now, everybody following me know I'm practicing Spanish right now. So immediately that guy caught my eye and I'm reading the profile. And um, that's why I was laughing earlier when I was talking about, you know, going online and everything. But I'm reading the profile and they're like, yo, this guy uh, has an energy level from zero to 15. He could either be really calm or crazy as a box of spiders. He has no concept of personal space. He's really into hugs, et cetera, et cetera. And like really into hugs. No personal space. Concept. I was like, OK. This is my dude. So, like, I saw dogs that were getting adopted, meaning, like, they were disappearing. Like, I had seen a German Shepherd I had wanted initially. And then, like, they were getting, so they obviously were getting adopted or something was happening. So, long story short, like, this man was always there over the duration of, like, these two or three months. 
Now, my uh, aunt came back. She had introduced me to this other dog, and she's like a dog person. She's very familiar with it, but this new dog was at the same place, but his name was Chocolate Thunder. And um, beautiful color. And the color alone, I fell in love with the dog. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to look at these two dogs, El Pollo Loco or Chocolate Thunder. Boom. Now, I looked at it, and it says Terrier Pit Bull. But what I have now learned is uh, Terriers are very different. You know what I mean? So this one is a Stratfordshire. I might be saying it wrong. Terrier Pit Mix. Now, anybody who knows that, Stratfordshire Terrier, like, he's huge. Huge. Huge, right? But I ain't noticed that at the time, right? So we go up there to the place, which is so close to my house, and El Pollo Loco's still there. My was kind of like, why do you think he's still there? I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just down to see what's up. Now, over this course of this time, and I always talk about how, like, God moves and how if you patient, stuff happens. Like, I'm able to do a lot of nerdy research. So, like, my YouTube algorithm is including, like, um the pet channels and, like, yo, introducing your dog, crate train. Blah blah blah, body language, blah, 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 like hours upon hours. Now I'm already a dog person or animal person. To me, like I've never come across a dog like people be like, this dog hates everybody, and that dog messed with me. And I really do think that dogs can like sense energy, not even on the alpha tip that too, but just like a good person, right? So it'd be like the mean dog. This dog never lets anybody pet him, and they'll come sit next to you. You know what I mean? So I was already kind of a dog person. You know what I mean? I understood dogs were like. A a spirit, if not a not a human, but just like it's a being, it's a it's an organ, it's something that's living, conscious. You know what I mean? So I didn't really, you know, look at dogs as just like an item. You know what I mean? So all of that to say, we go to the pet's place, and they bring El Pollo Loco out first, and I had to look back because he's in the room, and I'm like, the first thing in my mind, I'm like, man, hmm, big as hell, man, right? Like he's seventy pounds, y'all. <laughs> So I was like, he big, and he was kind of energetic, but just like, you know, I liked his vibe still. And I first thing, like, y'all know my situation. It's me and my father in a big house, you know what I'm saying? And the house is nice. So I'm thinking, like, I can deal with it, but I'm just like, man, look at that tail. This dude going to be knocking stuff over, and my father going to be pissed. Because I had talked to him about it. I had discussed it. You know, I'm responsible. I, I pay my fair share of the bills and, and do what I need to do around the house as a homeowner. Like, no cap. So I talked to him about it, and it wasn't a big deal because he sees how I, I I handle my business, right? But I was like, man, that might be too much. This dude's in the painting right now, and I'm just looking at my mom, thinking to my mom, like, man, this next dude going to run through the easel and knock the paint, all of that. But long story short, my aunt uh, looked at him and everything. I was like, all right, cool, boom. So Chocolate Thunder comes out, and he's considerably smaller, like at least 20 pounds smaller. And, but he was just, like, kind of, like, apprehensive of the other dogs because we're in an adoption place. There's other dogs there. But, like, to the point where it was just, like, weird. Like, El Pollo Loco, whose name is Mamba now, and I want to be quiet because he asleep. He because he, I found out, like, I, I, I don't know. These adoption places, I guess they do the best they can. But it's, like, he's definitely younger than they said and um, has other issues we'll get into. But anyway... So I sit there, and my aunt is literally, like, a really dog person. I, like, I ain't trying to make fun of her, but, like, she was tearing up. Because she was like, I want both of them. I'm like, yo, they got to come home with me. And they just said they don't know how both of them are around each other yet. So, like, nah, I ain't even trying to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boom. I go with it. Well, because she was like, El Pollo Loco's been here a long time. But, I mean, I could see what happened, right? Most people who go to adoption places is probably looking for a little cute dog or older dog or a puppy. 
So when they see this dude, he's got a lot of energy and he's big and he's powerful. Like even while we were there, he's almost weighs as much as my aunt. And she was squatting and holding his leash and he just ran for something and he pulled her over. So I was like, yeah, man, he probably knocked the kid over or something like that. Just being rambunctious. I didn't see nothing wrong. And I was like, man, I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to give the dog a chance. I'm rescuing him, but, like, give him a chance. He's still here. You feel me? I got uh, I got Mamba here. And I want to be quiet again because this dude eat a lot. And, and it's just, like, it's been beautiful so far. And, you know, I'm glad that I took the time to do the research because he's big. He eats a lot. But I have to equate, like, and this is no shade to the, to, to the adoption places, but it's like my man just got out of jail. You feel me? So when I see some of his behavior and, you know, it's like I don't really test him. Like, you know, I got a cage here. I wanted to put him in the cage and uh, he didn't want to get in the cage at the time. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, I'm a human. You know what I mean? So I ran out the room. You know what I mean? He came. I came back in. I threw his treat in the cage. He went in there after the treat and I closed the cage. It's like I ain't trying to try my man. Like people, I think, push in general. And this is going into what I'm about to talk. I'm just giving y'all a little bit about this guy because he is going to be the mascot. He is going to be on the YouTube videos. I am going to start uploading a lot of them because he's hilarious. But it's just like, you know, I'm being real. I ain't going to try. I think people push not only people but things to the edge. I think it's human nature sometimes to push it to the edge. If you give your dog a treat and you're just meeting this dog, that ain't the time to see if you can take the treat from him. That's all I'm saying. Like, bro, you get your treat. I'm turning my back. I'm eating my food. You don't know me yet, you know, you're still, I don't know what you've been through, but I do know you got out of what's equivalent to at least doggy baby jail, you know what I mean? So, cool. My man ain't took no, he ain't had no accidents in the house. I ain't got no problem with that, you feel what I'm saying? Like, he's not chewing on stuff, he don't even play with toys, and he, he ain't even barked yet. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't really got no problem with him. He's in the room right now, but I know he's still, like, younger than he say because he gets tired early. He's exhausted now. He's sleeping in the room on the podcast. I thought he would be making noise so he could be on the show, but I'd rather him be sleepy big. But um, I took a chance. So I wanted to introduce y'all to Mamba. He is in the back. He's sleeping. He is humongous. Um, I'm going to start posting him. We're going to start when, when it's safe, going out to events and stuff like that. And uh, if nothing else, I done did the algorithm. Yes, I am going to take advantage of it as well. Like, people like animals. He will take over my, my, my profile if need be to get the likes. Chances. Chances. So, I went and y'all know how I get down. I went and just straight up and down. I just, like, looked up the definition, right? And chances is the occurrence and development of events with the absence of any obvious design or in layman's term, the possibility of something happening. So, uh, with that being said, I, I remember, um, a long time ago, this show on my age, I think it might've came with the, I don't know where it's from. It might've came with a cologne set with the Dracar, but it was a, it was a video that was called the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. My father still has that down in some box somewhere. It's a VHS. And on one tape, it was people at like, it might've been from the Olympics. I don't know, but it was like people in these competitions doing amazing stuff. And when I say competition, I'm talking about like the balance beam, the pole vault, that stuff that people look and make fun of, but know that they can't do themselves. That kind of stuff, the rings, uh, hurdles, 
And on the other tape, it's nothing but people just running into the hurdles, running into the balance beam, falling off of the rings. And at that age, I just thought it was funny, and I didn't really understand. Like, I got it, you know what I mean? But it just wanted to show the contrast of something else, risk versus reward. Synonymous, right? Follow me. That to say, that's what a chance is. Now, in this episode, when I use the word chance, I mean it in two ways. One is the possibility of something happening or, you know, you giving something a shot that you're uncertain about, but also the possibility to offer that thing that you're giving a chance, another opportunity, because that's what it's about. We, we, and I, and it always go back to this entitled thing. And I know like people get sick and tired of talking to me sometimes because I'm always going to say, cause I say it to myself, I'm always going to say, yeah, like, yeah, that's selfish or that's entitled, but it's just like, we want people to take chances on us. We want people to post our businesses. We want people to listen to our podcast, but we are not willing to always take the chance on other people. And we need to kind of make it synonymous with risk and reward. If you watch sports, this is medicine ball. It's like an onside kick. Risk and reward. You might get the ball back. They might get the ball on the 50-yard line. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like running that, 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 that three-point play out of the timeout when you only need two. You can win the game and go home. You can lose the game when you had an option to just tie it up or do the easy thing. See, it's always easy to just tie it up and go for the two. Go into overtime, play it out from there, or just kick the ball off and hope that your defense can stand up to the to the to, to the offense and stop a drive. Even though logically that is not always the best case scenario in those situations, something in our mind tells us it's the norm, so it's easier. And I always try to tell people that what's right and and what's easy or what feels good is not always the same thing. Rarely does the right thing feel good because we're surrounded by things that aren't correct and that gets us in a mind frame or condition into thinking that things that might not be so morally good or morally correct or okay or the norm, they're comfortable. So real quick, just end it because I said earlier, God works in a mysterious way. I'm going I'm to hit on Mamba and then I'm going to hit on God, my, my religion and my, my situation. So by the time we had seen Mamba and everything, you know, I forgot, uh, the part I left out was by the time we were able to even go see them, that $25 special that they were running for the adoption fee was up. It was up. So my aunt casually mentioned it. And, you know, in the past, like I would have been quick to get upset and be like, well, we emailed you and how was it our fault? But I practiced my patience and I let her speak and I didn't say nothing. I held back. I fought my, I fought the norm. You know what I mean? To see what would happen. And the lady is telling us this, but she bringing out the form. So I try to practice being more intu intuitive and understanding of like what's going on, situational awareness. And I'm like, man, for somebody about to tell me about 300 something dollars to adopt this joker, you still shoving the paperwork in our face. So I ain't saying that. I, I, I felt good about it. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I felt good about it. So while my aunt is talking to her and, you know, this is a nice young lady, young black lady, uh, Cassandra, my aunt is talking to her. Long story short, she was telling us, like, how these people get left and, like, how the dogs end up getting left. And some people just tie their dog to the to the fence of the adoption center. And my aunt was like, so how do you do it? And the young lady said, pray. 
as soon as she said pray, I knew everything was going to be good. And I knew I was getting this dog no matter freaking what, even if it was going to cost the money. And I'm going to tell you why. I default to God and my religion. Not only because of the morals and the principle and the foundation that it sets, it's almost a cheat code. Follow me. It's a cheat code. Because when I'm in an uncertain situation or something I'm apprehensive about, as soon as I hear something pertaining to Jesus or I pray or someone with a religion, it's like automatically like I don't have to second guess who this person is or what type of person this is. They done said the right thing. Now, it doesn't always work with like that. You got to use discretion. But in this situation, I knew it was right. Now, when we get up there and it's time to I'm, I'm like, I'm literally transferring the money into my bank account. And I'm kind of grumpy about it because I love the dog. I was going to get it. But just like I think I got that from my dad. If it costs money, I'm going to do it. But I'm going to be grumbling about it the whole time. And my uncle goes, so what's up with the fee? And the lady said, oh, OK. So, yeah, here at the center, these dogs have a secret Santa, blah, 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 blah. Long story short. She uh somebody paid their whole fee for for Mamba already. And I mean, I know it sounds corny, but I try to use these instances for those of y'all who might be apprehensive or for those of y'all who might be like, man, it don't make no sense. Like story after story after story of my personal life and to the point where it's going to be like, well, it kind of makes some logical sense. Now, I know it's more than logical, but this is for those of y'all who need logical sense. Um, well, long story short, somebody paid all his fees. And it could almost make me tear up because I know that it was just right, man. It was a chance worth taking. It was a risk I was willing to take because it might not work out with Mamba, but in my mind it will. But for those of y'all listening, for the sake of devil's advocate, as they say, I hate that. But it's just like it might not work out. Because I, I have found out that this dude was on pain medicine because I noticed him limping. And I was like, I know it ain't not like the first day I had him. <laughs> Please don't get mad at me, y'all. I guess he ain't never seen no clean glass. So I got a glass door and this dude came down the stairs and I had the front door open. <laughs> my man tried to go through that joint, man. It didn't did work out for him. So I was like, man, oh, my God, I done hurt this dude. Man, they talking about some, yeah, he was on pain pills, and they noticed he was limping around, too. So I'm like, man, y'all done gave me this dude with the gout, this old school, with the old school knees. I ain't about to just be like I'm about to return him because of that. I got flat feet. No cap. It's funny, but, like, I, like even the shoes I wear to walk this dude, I need the Asics. Things happen for a reason, and I'm just using this to show you how we should take more chances on people. We should take more chances on ourselves. We should take more chances on not only doing because like like I mind like like I said, when she was signing it talking about nah, we can't get the $25 fee no more. Like I, I normally at that point I would have been like, man, listen, man, y'all emailed us. We was ready, blah, blah, blah. I took a chance on being patient, kind, and trusting in God. I took a chance on myself and it works out. We gotta push, man. We gotta take some chances. Now my man Mama got some 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 sore feet. They say he neutered, but read between the lines. I don't know, man. He got a lot of, lot of action going on, man. But we working on it. I ain't perfect. Why should I expect somebody who's been living in a cage where they probably had to use a restroom in their own cage? It's, it's not a human, but it's still a, a being. No living organism likes to be under that type of conditions. We don't like to be in jail. Why would I judge him? 
And I think that we should take that and I'll take it a step farther. If you got some type of religion or somebody who prays or something, God took a chance on us. Not only that, he took many chances on us. Like I tell you, I read the Bible all the time and like no blasphemy, but I be laughing at like, man, God, he should have obliterated us right then. He should have obliterated us right there. We did what? We were doing what? Oh, yeah, he should have just zapped us all right then. But then I wouldn't be here. And I kind of chuckle because he's so merciful. He's so graceful. He takes so many chances on us. Not only does God take chances on us, he takes chances on us knowing we're going to fail. But he's okay with that as long as we try to do the right thing. So the next time you get into a situation or have to deal with a difficult person and the easy way out or the comfortable thing to do is to get mad or walk the other way. I had so many chances to walk away from this dog. I had indicators that the average person would have been like, nah, I ain't going to do it. I took a chance and it's been great thus far. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's the risk and reward, but that's life. I'm not going to let the apprehension of what may happen stop me from enjoying a beautiful thing of companionship because the dude follow me everywhere I go. I mean, he's been in some situations where I was like, yo, he might snap at me and it's been a lick. No cap. He's 70 pounds, y'all. Let me see if I listen to this dude snore. Let me see if I can get the mic over there without waking him up. Must have heard it. Anyway, this dude snore like, a, I, I, I don't know. I ain't going to say a horse. I ain't never been around sleeping horse, but y'all hear it? Hold up. I wish y'all could hear it. Anyway, man, I'm going to wrap this up by saying this. Chances. Let's give others chances and let's learn to take chances with ourselves. And of course, everything I say is, you know, responsibly. We ain't talking about go out here and just go willy nilly. But just like, man, some things are worth the risk of what can happen. And the other thing this does and this is what is required to be a person who's like kind and gives people chances and whatnot. And we, again, I'm talking responsibly, uh, responsibly. Like if I went and saw Mamba and he's snapping and he ain't want to even look at me and he ain't want to take no treat out my hand and he wasn't lit. Like, nah, that's not a smart chance. You know, the Bible says it all the time. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. But responsible chances, it builds, it builds your heart because it takes heart. To have empathy for another person's situation and be like, man, that person just said something rude to me, but like, I don't know what happened with them. And then you find out, like, y'all ever been in one of them situations where somebody says something to you and then you went off on them and then you find out something crazy like their mom passed or something and you feel like crap? Think about that and carry that. That feeling that you feel right at that moment is the feeling that we should carry with discretion into each and every situation and each and every opportunity, especially when it comes to dealing with another part person. And y'all already know Mamba itself already is an acronym for me. So he reminds me that your moment, the attitude, your mental, your belief, and your act or action, Mamba, my acronym for it, is something we need to always look at in every situation. All right, yo, this is the season finale. I'm wrapping it up because he's sleep. I'm letting him nap, you know what I mean? But he about to learn tonight. We Laker fans in here. Like, bro, the Lakers play the Suns tonight. This is where you got your name for Kobe. We about to catch this Lakers game. Go Lake Show.
Yo, I appreciate y'all rocking with me this season, man. It hasn't, I can't even say, it's been a struggle, but it's been a beautiful struggle. I love y'all, man. And yo, if y'all like me, take a chance. Maybe you're going through something tough. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep y'all updated, yo. Uh, subscribe to my newsletter. And what I will commit to do is during this absence of the show, if you want to, um, the site will be up and the link will be there. But you can email me, medicineballls3 excuse me, medicineballls3 at gmail.com. You can email me that, like even that little burp I did. Like that's the kind of stuff he do. I apologize, you guys. I wanted to leave that in there because it just reminds me of how like I am to Mamba. But anyway... Email me, and I will keep you guys with the updates. Or you can go follow me on my social medias. Uh, the site will be up. My YouTube is coming. Go follow, like, subscribe, and share. I believe in y'all, man. Y'all rock with me. Y'all have no idea what it does, man. Maybe I'll sp post my Spotify stats. Like, I got a little Spotify stat joint, and I'm humble, but I ain't really want to brag about it. You know what I mean? I don't want people to think I'm bigger than I am, but stats is nice. So I appreciate y'all rocking with me. I love y'all. Be kind. Take a chance on yourself. Keep your head up. Push one more step. This is LS3 and Mamba signing off for 2020. Season 2, episode 36. Chances. Take chances. I love y'all. Till next week. I'm sorry. Till next year. Y'all stay up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>